This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. What's up, everybody? Girl, Cheyenne Lene, a.k.a. Caramel Apple Shy, or most recently, um, Motor City <laughs> Oprah. So, you know, we here, first episode of Views from the Thick. And, you know, <laughs> I have a very special guest here that it was very important for him to be my first guest on my podcast. Um, he is one of my very best friends. I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Yo, yo, what's up, Detroit? What's up, world? Uh, I'm Jay Success. I like that name, too, the name of the show. So that's Thank what's you. up. Thank you. I that's appreciate definitely it. definitely what's up. Okay. Yeah, so um, views from <laughs> everybody always asks me how did I come up with that. Well, I mean, you know, we kind of can put two and two together to get, you know, where it may have stemmed from. But also, too, because, you know, um, I what I'm going to talk about on the, on my podcast and um, some of the things that I enjoy me personally, just, you know, people that know me personally know that I'm not just a typical girly girl and just like all things glitter and gold. That's absolutely not me. But I like to talk about a lot of things that um, are brought up commonly amongst men and not necessarily are always conversations that women are invited to. Like women typically get dismissed to things such as talking about music. It's always, you know, kind of like a kind of like a stereotype, like, oh, she probably, you know, listen to something like, you know, just little BSing, you know, <laughs> little dumb shit. And, you know, me, I listen to everything. You flip through my through my uh, playlist in my in my library on my phone and you'll be surprised what the hell you'll run into. You might you might see some girly shit. You might see some DMX. Of course, you're gonna see some Master P, but you know that's just me. But <laughs> I like Got I like the music. Outfit on today. Yeah, of course I had to wear my camo because you know, and my no limit chain. It was only appropriate. You got what? <laughs> and I, and I gotta say too, yeah, she she really downplayed that whole title. Like when she get y'all her Instagram, trust me, you gonna understand fully why she named the show what she named the show. So I just got to throw that sidebar in because you can't downplay <laughs> such an amazing name like that. Thank Views you. from the thick. Yes, you know, um, you know, I also like music. I like sports. I like all kind of shit, you know, like wrestling and all type of ill shit that you just really don't commonly walk up to a group of women and they sitting there talking about damn WrestleMania or Raw or some shit like that. Like, I went to um, Hell in a Cell a couple weeks ago, and I'm talking to my female friends about it. they like, you excited about that shit? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm excited about it. And it was it was an amazing experience. But, you know, so it's basically, um, you know, again, a play on the title is about, you know, my viewpoints, a curvy woman, thick woman, talking about things that are typically spoken about against manly men and not you're not going to see groups of women sitting there talking about the things that, you know, I like to discuss and talk about. So, you know, that's just a brief little intro and synopsis of what um, Views from the Thick is all about. And, of course, as Jay stated, you know, thick is, you know, kind of the obvious with myself. I'm not necessarily – I'm not anything close to small – so, but yeah. And not that like nasty thick, 
I don't know. That could be. I'm sorry, because all women are beautiful, but that thick where it's nice, like it's you got to go to her page. Why don't you tell them what your uh, Instagram page is, and they can write on one of your pictures and describe her <laughs> thickness. Because I don't want to get in trouble here, because I love all women, so I'm gonna be <laughs> quiet with that part. But you guys go judge. What's your Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram, of course, is um, Carmel Apple underscore shy. That's C A R A M E L A P P L E underscore C H E Y. That is shy, C H E Y, not Shay. Please don't see me out and say, hey, Shay. It's definitely shy because my name is Shy Ann. They gonna know you not because you just kind of went viral. I don't know if you gonna jump into that, but she'll <laughs> yeah. probably talk about that in a minute. But she yeah. just went viral, got like ten thousand, twenty thousand extra followers or something. Man, yeah, it's been a crazy week for me. So we definitely gonna, um, we definitely gonna touch into that. But um, you know, a couple little uh, things I want to touch on as far as the intro with my guest is uh, I want to do what I call the shy five. I want you to give me five of your favorite things from like any given category and I think uh today just out of curiosity give me like five albums that are like in your rotation right now like whether it's something current Whoa. something from the past like what what you listening to Jay man um I listen to all different types of music like I love you know from classical to hip-hop to Detroit street um mm-hmm. rock I mean whatever I I, I love music but um all times. I mean, I hope I can get to five, but okay. uh, I like that uh, Drake, that first mixtape, or the one that he, uh, So Far Gone. Okay. I like that. I like uh, Wayne, um, the Carter, um, Jay-Z. Which uh, Jay-Z, yeah. The Black Album. Okay. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of two. Two good ones. <laughs> I don't know why DMX. I guess we, did we mention DMX when mm-hmm. we was kicking it? That's that's popping in my head. And uh let's just throw a Detroit one in there just for the home team. Um Big Shine Detroit album. Okay. Let's throw that in there. Okay. Cause that that was a dope album too. So don't label all of them as like my my top five, but just what mm-hmm. I really I, I love different things about all those all those right. pieces. Okay. So yeah. you listen to those a lot? Like those are in your rotation heavily? Yeah, like the Jay Z for sure. Um, the Drake, you know, that that was a a, a dope one. So I, mm-hmm. I've you know played them, but just not all the time. But they just dope albums mm-hmm. that just came to my head right now that I, okay. I rock with. Okay. Um, as far as like five for me, if at any time I don't know why, like no matter what I'm doing, no matter what mood I'm in, if I just say like I'm about to put on an album, the first album that always come to mind is Rick Ross Port of Miami. I just love that album. I can just put it in, start to finish. I love that album. Just I don't know. It's uh, I don't know which one I love more between Port of Miami and Tough Line Down. I love both of them. I'm a huge Rick Ross fan. Like he is so consistent. And it's just like he hasn't, in my opinion, put out an absolute trash piece of work. Like I have a favorite and a least favorite, but I cannot just sit there and say like any of his albums were just 100 percent just a wash and just, you know, was a waste of time. But I definitely love that. And even his um, his album that he came out with this year, like that's three Rick Ross right there. Like I still heavily listen to that album. I love um, love that album. So that's three. Um, Jay-Z. Is my favorite artist, so I'm always listening to Jay Z. And I'll say, 
Mm, typically, I'll throw in maybe like the first blueprints. Only, only because my favorite Jay Z song is on that album, which is um, "You Don't Know." That's my favorite Jay Z song, and um, maybe a fifth one. Uh, kind of a sleeper album because I haven't really heard a lot of people talking about it. I really like Nick Grant's album this year, "Return of the Cool." That actual song is like my shit. I love that song a lot. But so no, no, no limit. Cause oh, if y'all saw her today. I, I hope she <laughs> put a picture on the ground. But she absolutely. got the chain in there. Is this like Halloween type of deal, or this just Do you know what's your funny? vibe right now? <laughs> it's funny because two years ago I actually was a soldier for Halloween, and it's so funny because I feel like eighty percent of the popu- Detroit female population had that same damn costume that year. Really? Yes. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take it a, a step further. Like I always like to just do some creative shit. Like always add my own on top of whatever. I do. I was like, I'm gonna be a soldier, soldier, but I'm gonna be a no limit soldier. I was pissed because the damn chain didn't come until like two days after Halloween, oh, so I didn't you even get a chance. But I was like, you know what? That's okay because I got the opportunity last year at the beginning of the year. Um, Master P, um, Silk, and a couple other people. I think it was like Bun B and like uh, A Ball and MJG were here in concert. And I was like, you know what? This is my opportunity. Made sure I had my damn chain on, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I made the most out of the situation. But yeah, I, I, I bring it out often. It's um, it's one of my one of my things that I always wanted as a kid and never had. So I made sure I had one as an adult. I got a couple other like those hip hop pieces that I always that are like kind of on my wish list, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that Rockefeller charm bracelet that Dame used to always wear. Yeah, I, yep, yep. I gotta one day get my hands on one of those for sure, for sure. But yeah, I listen to a lot of um, a lot of No Limit, a lot of Cash Money, like Four Hundred Degrees. That's a classic. Yeah, that is a I classic. Love, yes, absolutely. Do Mystical. you uh, listen to any different type? I mean, is it all hip hop or do you? No, I listen to um, everything. Like, I mean. I listen to hip hop, a lot of R and B, of course, but also, you know, I have a lot of old, old school R and B. I'm talking about like well before I was even thought of, <laughs> like some Isley Brothers dramatics, and you know, I've been to those old school concerts, and when I tell you, those are probably the best concerts I've ever been to. Like when I saw the OJ's live, I've seen them a couple times. It was just like an amazing show. But even outside of like. Um, Black music. I also listen to um, Maroon Five and um, Pink and Natasha Bedingfield and Aerosmith. All kind of shit. Like I listen to literally everything. Like you'll go through my phone and see a combination of everything. Like you might be listening to something. It might go from Chief Keef to damn Spice Girls to anything. Be like, whoa, what the hell just happened? Like I just my music taste is all over the place. It always has been. It's very very diverse. What about Detroit? You gotta you gotta throw the city in there oh, one of time. Course. Who, who my, on your playlist what? right now? Hands down, my favorite Detroit artist right now is Sada Baby. I fucking love Sada Baby. He is so entertaining to me. Like I love Sada Baby because he he raps about whatever, however he wants to. He performs it how he wants to. Like he just puts his own onto whatever he does. Like it's I feel like he's very creative and he doesn't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. You know, it's like, okay, this me, this how I want to make this music, this how I want to put it out, this how I want to perform it. And that's exactly what he does. Like, I don't feel like he tries to um, 
paint himself into what he think people should, you know, an artist should look like. He's like, no, this is me. This is how I want to put my shit out, and this is how I want to present myself, and that's exactly what he does. I like Sada. Um, I also like Payroll. His last uh, album that he put out was was definitely really nice. Payface, yes, I definitely love Payroll. But yeah, I listen to um, a couple uh, Detroit artists and um, Big Sean, of course, and like Eminem, like the those bigger artists. Of course, I definitely listen to um, Marshall Mathers LP is one of my favorite albums. Yeah, that was a good like, one. Like I love that album, but as far as like our local artists, like I definitely love Sada. I like Payroll. I like um, Oba Rolling. Love yeah. Oba. Oba dope too. Yes, I love. Oba. He all right. It's like no, I ain't gonna <laughs> <say>. <laughs> that's my homie. But yeah, I love Oba. We got so much talent here, and we just we do. breaking barriers. Like mm-hmm. like you said with Sada, like he just started dancing, and that's some shit people just would make fun of at first, but. He just found this lane with his swag, and yeah. you can't do nothing but respect it. And we do a lot of stuff in the city like that, that it just go unnoticed or somebody jackets. So it, it's dope to really see all the progression because there's so yes. many different talented artists that's contributing to national artists that's all over mm-hmm. the United States just working with people and doing stuff. So, yes, you know, absolutely. Snap Dog was just with Snoop. I don't know if they did some music, but mm. he was just with Snoop. That's big. Yeah, so it's a lot of good stuff going on in the city, most definitely. Yes, absolutely. So those are like my... Uh, my current uh, choices of mu- pieces of music that stay in my rotation, but I listen to... Um, because I don't like to really like listen to just like one thing at a time, I have a habit of making like playlists. I have a lot of playlists on my Apple Music that I create, and they have like hundreds of song like songs on them. I always say like, oh, I'm gonna just you know make a little playlist of like a little um you don't know you got sex playlist where or, you can follow your playlist or something like that. Yeah, you can um, definitely follow my playlist on um, Apple Music. Um, I I don't know how you search it, but based on my profile, it just says Cheyenne H. So I don't know if you could type that in on Apple Music and that comes up that way. But yeah, I definitely, all my playlists are public. I had one that (laughs) is called my Playlit playlist, but that basically was literally like a whole bunch of shit that like at any given moment, whenever I'm just like, damn, that song just popped in my head. I want to listen to that. Like I put it on my playlist to like just get me hype and just get me in whatever zone or whatever I need to be in for the moment. And I had that actually private because I'm like, if somebody listens to this playlist, they're going to be like, what the fuck is she going through? Like it was all over the place. But I was like, you know what? People asked about it because they saw like a snippet of what was actually on there. They're like, no, let me let me check that out. But it's got like over 300 songs on there, almost like 400. But I listen to everything. But definitely, you know, if you can check out my playlist, you know, give me your opinion. Um, people always ask me to create some shit for them, and I have no problem with that. But I have some that are like um, that one. I have uh, like just a smooth drive and like ride like – Hip hop one, like a smooth rap one, I like to call it. So you you put some yeah. effort into your I put play. some effort you into my shit. Like, yeah, because I seen that and I'm like, who really promotes their playlist? But yeah. you know what? Because hey. people always ask me to make them. Like, can you put me some shit together or what you listening to? I need some suggestions. So I always put some playlists together and I'd be like, oh, check this out. Let me know. Or people be like, I'm at work. I need something to get me through the day. Listen to one of my playlists. They be like, damn, that really helped. Like I got some. You know, the grown, grown up time playlist. And I got the old school, like nothing before the 90s playlist that has like all that type of R&B. I got just some classic hip hop R&B 
and um, playlist. And then I also, people keep asking me to make like an ultimate like 90s playlist, but I feel like that's going to be like very time consuming because it's like I don't want to really forget some good shit. That one, yeah, the straight fire. Yeah, that's my favorite. That was like my first playlist I made, and that's my favorite still. But yeah, I um I got some uh some nice ones. Check me out. Again, this is me. This is what I literally listen to. So if you think you're gonna be seeing some like, oh, she probably got some little, you know, soft shit. Oh, Destiny Child and Pretty Ricky. I listen to that shit, but the, I listen to more than that as well. Like I get into some real I'm a you know, street, little street. And get on while they're free, cause I, yeah. I smell, I smell some money or a business <laughs> coming from this. Think the price about to go up. <laughs> yeah, hey, when you talk about how how that happened this week, how you blew up, you Man. know, yeah, I, yeah, I see some can, stuff happening. <laughs> we can definitely uh, touch on that. So, is my week has been crazy? Like, okay, so we started last. A couple weeks ago, me and Wayne actually were taking just some some promo pictures just for my podcast because I told him, I'm like, you know, Wayne, I'm just really, um, I'm tired of like kind of like putting this shit off. Like I'm ready to go ahead and get it done. Like this is something that is a passion of mine. This is my baby. I want to go ahead and get my podcast started. And he's like, all right, come on. Let's knock the shit out. Let's get it done. So this one on on Modern no, this was just my pictures just for some promo, promo for the stuff. podcast. Yeah, okay. that's why I haven't really been anything like too provocative posted. But I told him, I was like, I just want to do something. But I want the pictures to kind of incorporate what my podcast is going to be about. That's why the one has me in like the lingerie. But I have on my camo jacket because I love camo. I, everybody knows I love No Limit. I was like, so, you know, I'm still girly. I'm still a... You know, sexy little, sexy little thing. But at the same time, I want to put my spin on it. And then also, too, I had on the one picture that went viral. I had on, you know, the one-piece bodysuit. But that picture is my logo for my podcast. So that's why it was important to have that on there. And we took the pictures, and he he damn near edited them almost, like, immediately. And I was like, oh, okay. So he sent me the pictures. I posted one, which was the one with me in the green and the camo. And then the Let me second pull one. These up. Look at these <laughs> numbers as you talk. Go ahead. The second one I posted, I actually, and it's crazy because the one that went viral, I actually wasn't even going to post that picture at first. And the reason why is because I saw it and I had just posted the first one. I was like, damn, I really like this one. But I just posted that one. I don't want to just like throw them all out there at one them. time. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to flood them. I was like, I really fuck with this picture. I think I want to wait. Until my podcast dropped and then drop it like, boom, here you go, picture and all, you know. But then I just kept looking at it so much. I was like, no, I really like this picture. I'm about to go ahead and get it out there. So I posted it. And I posted it first on Twitter. And the caption said, on Mondays we milf. Which, you know, I always say, every time I post a picture on Mondays, I always put the caption milf Mondays. And... Speaking of, my shirt says on Mondays we MILF custom made one of one by my sister Houston. So hit her up on Instagram for your MILF shirts, of course. But um, I posted and then it was just like people kept, you know, like touching on it. I'm like, all right. You know, I didn't really think nothing of it. And then I started randomly getting people saying like, damn, you look like Oprah. I'm like, what the fuck? This on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, this was all on Twitter. Twitter is so funny because this shit really blew up silently last week on Twitter, and I didn't say shit. I was kind of like, 
ignoring it. Like, because my <laughs> my damn mentions was in shambles last week on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why do they keep saying this shit? Like, what you mean? Like, I look like Oprah. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, what? Where, is, where are y'all seeing this correlation at? And I'm like, okay. And then it was like from that, like one person said, and then it's like a whole thread of other people like, damn, she really do look like Oprah. Like, damn, is this her daughter or y'all related or this, this, and that? And then it was like it went from the guy who initially said it. He kind of, it was like in a a way where it's like he was trying to be funny. So I was like, you know, I'm not really the type of person to go back and forth with somebody on social media. Like, that's just not me. I'm like, okay, that's your opinion, sir. That's fine. But at any point in time, if you say I look like Oprah, I'm not going to be offended by that shit. Like, Oprah is a beautiful, black, successful woman. Okay, yes. Thank you. I'll take that compliment. Like, I'm not offended at all, but you're not about to keep trying to, you know, say some shit to try to, like, make me feel yeah, bad or, like, to try to piss me off. Like Provoke you to respond Yeah, to react. To I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I was just like, okay, that's how you feel. Because people would have thought, like, that yeah, some people would take that offensive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, Oprah, like you said, she a beautiful person. Right. And she a, she a beautiful person inside and out. Mm-hmm. So... For you to embrace it, right. you know. But yeah, people do be on that. Yeah, like. and it was it was crazy because like you'll read into some of the threads where people were trying to like get me like why why are you you not offended by that or like why y'all trying to make it seem like Oprah is I'm like first of all like this is a beautiful woman like I can't even believe that y'all are talking in the light that y'all are talking. But at the same time, like you can't try to influence me to feel some way that I don't feel because I don't feel like that. Like I'm right. I love it. Thank you. And um, who was the first celebrity to post repost it? Um, or a blog, famous blog. The first blog. Because it went everywhere, y'all. It like, was. Can, it, it was, was crazy. And it was like my mentions last week were going crazy. And then I never really like reposted all the reactions that I got it got from it. And then all of a sudden, I think it was um, this past Monday or Sunday night. Um, I was tweet a girl had tweeted me. I can't even think of her name off the top of my head of my head, but she tweeted me. She's like, Oh my god, girl, I was just on bossip and I see a whole article on you. I'm like, What? What you mean? And I was like, send me the link. So I go right to it. I'm like, damn, they really like wrote a whole article on this shit. I'm like, this is wild. Okay. And then I talked to Wayne and then uh Wayne like, hey, um, I just got uh Got an email from somebody saying that they uh, want to talk about you on Dish Nation. I'm like, what? what the fuck? Talk about me on Dish Nation? I'm like, you are fucking joking. He like, no. Like, they really want to, you know, talk about you, you know, this um, this Oprah lookalike thing. They really want to address this. I'm like, okay. Bet. And then it went from there. And then when I posted talking about that, Somebody on that post was like, hey, I'm from the shade room. Can you check your DMs? I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like this is really like turning into some shit. And then um, it went from there. Then I got a DM on Twitter from somebody saying that they were from BuzzFeed and they wanted to write on me. And then it got reposted by Yahoo. Then I got a DM from Life and Style magazine like, hey, we want to interview you 
for this. I'm like, oh my what god. What did you say in the first interview? Like, what what were some of the questions that they the good questions that they asked you in the first interview? They a lot of um a lot of the interviews that I've received are basically like, did you expect for this to happen or what were the pictures for? And I used that opportunity like, you know, to plug my podcast cuz yeah. that's that's what it was for. It's like, you know, it wasn't for anything and they're like oh have you is this the first time you've heard this or did you you get this a lot I was like absolutely not I've never heard any type of comparison to Oprah ever in my life I was like so this is the first time I've heard it and for it to blow up the way that it did was just like wow like I'm thinking like oh that's your opinion that's how you feel like I've never heard that like where did you get that from like I mean thank you for the compliment but I never put that together and then so it was like for other people to be like hell yeah she do I'm like what and then for all of these people and then it turned into a meme like if Oprah were from Atlanta I'm like okay like <laughs> I'm definitely never, not like none Atlanta. of your parents like none of your family nobody just never do you feel like it was that hairstyle or I feel when I looked at the picture because one of the um Articles, I believe it was the Life and Style mag one. The way that they had my picture next to the certain picture that they had of Oprah and how her face was, I was like, okay, I can see where people are getting this from because it was like how my makeup was and when I wear my short hair and like I think my cheekbones and how my makeup and everything was, I was like, okay, that does make sense. I can see where they're getting that from. I was like, but just my, I'm going through my regular pictures and I got a lot of people commenting on my pictures like, I don't see it. Like maybe it was just that picture. I'm like, it's, you know, certain things we look a certain way when we wear that hairstyle or when we do this, you know, she might look like her eyes is brown on that day and then on the next day they look like they green. Like it's just certain shit brings out certain features or certain things to people, you know, so, but. Was it any yeah. like celebrity or any, I mean, of course you like, I want Beyonce to repost it, but was it any celebrity <laughs> that you was looking for to catch it or see it or like somebody else post? I mean. Not I never thought about that, but one that I did when Snoop Dogg reposted my picture, that shit caught that me crazy. off guard. I like think somebody it's still on sent this page me too. somebody sent me the screenshot of it and was like, damn, you everywhere. And then I was at work and my signal was so shitty there. I it couldn't come up. It just said download and I'm at work. Like, what is he about to show me? Like, what is it? And I look, I was like, What? And I go on this page, I'm like, this is crazy. Yep, it's still on yep. here. And um so then I 113,000 saw that. One hundred thirteen thousand likes. It was a lot of. Um, it was crazy too on the uh, on the shade room post. Like at that day, it was already up to like thirty thousand. I don't know what is that now. I haven't even looked. I should go back and look. But when I saw Anthony Anderson posted it and Dion Cole, but when I was on Anthony Anderson page and I saw that Tracy Ellis Ross liked the picture, I almost passed out. I really? love Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes, I was like, that is dope. That really made put a big ass smile on my face. I was like, oh my god, Tracy Ellis Ross liked the picture that I'm in, and just me. It ain't like, oh, she was probably liking somebody else in the picture. No, that was me. She <laughs> liked that picture. But yes, that was crazy. I've been getting a lot of love, a lot of um, a lot of support, um, emails and dms and stuff from different things you know opportunities and stuff that you know i don't really want to talk about but you know but it's it's still a it's good been, experience it's a good experience that. yeah i'm like wow like this is amazing like i can't even 
believe that this is happening like so fast and it was like literally I felt like every time I picked up my phone or just every day I'm checking my email and my DMs and it's just something more like a new blessing is in there every time I open it like wow like this these people are really reaching out to me like for this or you know they think that highly of me and want to talk to me or you know just anything but I've gotten a lot of um a lot more positive feedback than negative, definitely, for real. So I absolutely love it. It couldn't have happened at a more perfect time because I knew, like, I'm coming to record my podcast on this day. And then so all of this shit that happened this week, I'm like, perfect. Because at first I was nervous, like, what I want, I don't know what I want to talk about. But boom, right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes, like, people can turn a good situation bad or a bad situation good. So mm-hmm. how you, your attitude towards it, is what determine how other people look at it mm-hmm. because even though it wasn't a diss, somebody could or you could have been like, man, I don't, I don't fuck with Oprah. What you talking yeah, about? Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And then flipped it to something, mm-hmm. but you taking it positive, yeah. took it to where people. Yeah, that's exactly you know, what. Like, because if I would have had that mindset and been negative about it, like, ain't no telling. It could have been, you know, bad for me right now. I'm like, wondering though because people love. That controversy. So if you would have mm. went hard on the shade room, like, <laughs> fuck, fuck Oprah, da 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 like, what would have, you know. I don't, like, I don't even think that, I would have wanted that bad writing. Yeah, like, you don't want to mess with no. I mean, Oprah. Like, you don't want to mess with Oprah. <laughs> like, you know uh-uh, I wouldn't have, no, absolutely not. But, yeah, it it's amazing, though, like, how people will try so hard to try to, like, piss you off or try to tear you down. Like, yeah. I, I've, like, when I'm not doing anything and when my, um, mentions and like comments and stuff like my notifications start to like calm down a little bit I that's when I go into my pictures and I like read the comments for like some shit I may have missed like matter of fact the first day that it really blew up it was already a damn fake page on Instagram and it was called uh I can't even remember the name of the page name but they literally copy and pasted my Twitter bio and put it on that page. So everybody was like, you sure this ain't you? You ain't make the second page? I'm like, number one, I know the hell I did not make this page. And two, like, they like, well, the bio sound just like you. It's describing you because my Twitter bio say I'm a Martin Show connoisseur and um, I'm a sneakerhead and all this other shit. And they like, this really sound like you. This, this got to be somebody you know. I'm like, no, they just were a fine copy and paste artist and took that shit from Twitter and put it on there so it was believable. But yeah, they were had a whole fake page and it was like somebody on there with some porn. And I was like, that's not me. I don't want anybody to think that is me. But it was just, it was amazing like how people will really try to like bring some negativity. Like they really, mm-hmm. people really try hard to like dim your light. And I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna let that get to me. Like this is an amazing feeling. Like, it's just, it's beautiful, and I just want to enjoy it while I have it. Like, I'm absolutely not going to feed into any type of negativity. But, you know, um, also, too, in my interviews, they were like, you know, is there anything that you kind of want to clear up that, you know, people had this misconception of you while, you know, these things are getting out there? I said, the only thing that is not a, ne- a negative thing, but, you know, I'm not from Atlanta. I'm from Detroit. I've always been in Detroit. And I visited Atlanta one time in my life, which was last year for my birthday. And um, funny because they (laughs) said Magic City. I didn't even go to Magic City when I was there. I went to Onyx. But um, also, I'm not a dancer. Like, I see a lot of comments because, you know, it's just 
crazy how rumors get started where you reading a thread and people are like, where's she from? What's she do? And they like, oh, she from Atlanta. For real? Yeah, she a dancer. Like, no, I'm not. No, no, no. Like, so no, let, none of that. Let's go into that for a minute here <laughs> since we are on that topic. Okay. So you ain't never, like, danced, like, did the waitress and then kind of hit the one night only boy really? or any of that uh, <laughs> really, going on. I, I'm just so we can clear up these <laughs> these situations. Oh my goodness! Or okay. or you want to not? We can go to the next topic and come back to that one. Um, maybe. I mean, I've never been a dancer. I've never been on a um on a schedule or okay. anything like that. But you know, I had. I'll just go ahead and say it and put it out there. I did have two parties. One uh, when I turned 21. And one when I turned, I believe, 24, I did have two parties. That was it. It was, you know, I don't know, just being young and like, let me see. Like, it was kind of, I'm not going to say it's what everybody was doing, but it was just like when you go to the club and you kind of do get. It give you it's, a taste. It get, yeah, you just get that, like, damn, I wonder what it that's you, like. You get to promote it. You yeah. get to have your money. night. You get to make yeah. some good money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So but it ain't yeah. been a career, but you just absolutely did it not. Yeah. No, I never thought to be like, you know, I think I'm gonna go to amateur night and go for what I know, and then you know, maybe on Fridays and Saturdays I can, you know, work something out. Like I never thought to do that. I never thought to make it even go into, you know, making it, you know, kind of like a style hustle or nothing like that. I just had the party when I turned 21 because I was like, this will be hype. I'm about to do this shit, fucking, and I did it at Erotic, and. It was it was banging. It, they was in there shoulder to shoulder. It was slapping in there. And then I did it again. I hadn't had no parties for a while. And when I turned 24, I was like, I think I'm going to do another one. And I did one at, uh, it was Spinks at the time. And that one was the same one, same way. It was, it was, it's an experience. Like if any girl, like I don't encourage nobody to be no dancer, but I feel like if you curious about it, the only way you can know about some shit is if you just do it. Like, if you feel like, I think I want to cut my hair, do it. Or try, you know, like a do a short hairstyle, just not with your hair, get some weave or something. Like, I don't encourage anybody to do, you know, no fucked up shit. Like, if you're curious, like, I wonder what it's like to kill somebody. I ain't going to say go kill them. Yeah, like, don't, no don't shit like nobody, that. Yeah. <laughs> not no shit like that, but something like that. Like, if you feel like, you know, I wonder what it's like. Like, um, I mean... See I don't, you know, it is what it is. Like it's, it's literally experience. I can't, I can't explain it. That's just like childbirth. And people are like, what is it like to have a baby? Shit, I can't explain that. You ain't gonna know until you go through that shit. But it was definitely an experience. And I remember after the first one I did, I went in the, uh, in the uh, little changing room, and I walked around and I told all the dancers, and I said, you know what? I commend you because this shit is hard. Even you know, being on the outside looking in, thinking like that ain't. That ain't shit. I can do that. Mm-hmm. That shit takes some work and some like patience. Like the actual dancing or just the mental? The mental, too. Because, like, them guys don't give a damn. Like, they know what they came in here for. And if they ask you for, you know, like, I want this dance and I want it now. Like, the if the dances is, like, $10 a dance and they pull out a 50, like, you about to stay right here five songs. And you might be tired as hell. And they like, I don't give a damn. You, I want you. You gonna stay here like they? It's 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 a hustle. Like that shit. I told them I was like, y'all are some strong willed ass women to do this. So I definitely commend all my dancer, my dancer friends, my previous dancer friends, like all of y'all. Like that shit is no joke at all. But you know, 
But yeah, so I'm absolutely not a dancer. I'm not from <laughs> Atlanta, but yeah, everything has been um everything has been good so far with the whole um Motor City Oprah thing. People thought I was going to be Oprah for Halloween, but I was like that would just been too obvious. Like I couldn't have, couldn't have done that, but you know, everybody saw my Halloween costume last night. I was one of my popular Twitter names that I always I'm always changing my damn Twitter Twitter name before I was Motor City Oprah I was um Thysaia Thomas <laughs> right you got this wordplay so perfect I was I was Thysaia Thomas I've been um a tribe called breast I've been um Kanye breast yep I've had some some classics thick flare though was like one of my favorites so and I absolutely love wrestling and Ric Flair is like one of the best he talked the most shit yes he does he I was like play. you know I was like I'm gonna um so that's what I did I went and I got me a little blonde wig little little blonde little loose curl wig and I got me a um little one piece and I got me a uh nature boy robe it was pink, and I had, I got my, right here with me, I got my heavyweight belt, and it's right here, and I, you know, I killed it last night, like, everybody was like, damn, that was so dope and creative, I can't believe you did that, like, so, but I definitely enjoyed it, I couldn't be, uh, I couldn't be Oprah, like, that just, <laughs> that was just be too obvious and too easy, so, but yeah, so, um, that's funny, uh, <laughs> I missed the uh, the costume wave. I had to get get the kids some stuff. But mm. one time, my daughter was an um, Egyptian mm-hmm. princess, and uh, that got like the most likes on Facebook. Like they had sent me like a little notification on how many likes it got mm-hmm. and how many views it got. It got like about fifty thousand views. It got like wow. seven hundred likes, which for some people seven hundred not a lot, but just for my page, it went crazy. So. Mm. Yeah, them costumes. I like creative costumes. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, when I you put love. put some thought into it. Yeah, Halloween has always been my favorite um my favorite uh ho- uh holiday just because I really like to see the creativity and I like to see the thought that people put into these different costumes. Like it's crazy to me. Like I saw somebody last night was uh Lil Kim at the VMAs mm-hmm. with like the the one titty out. She had it out and she had like the patches and she, like she had it down to the T. I'm like this is dope. Like I love to see the creativity. Like when Tiana Taylor one year was Joanne the scammer, like she had that shit nailed down like it's always dope to see what, you know, what people have in mind when uh, Halloween rolls around. So I always get excited. And people always be like, you so weird for liking Halloween. I'm like, Halloween It just gives you shit. a chance to be something different for mm-hmm. a minute and put, like you said, some creativity into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we done talked about me for a while. Want to talk about you, Mr. J Success. What's going on? What <laughs> questions you got? Yeah, so talk about, you know, this uh this gift you brought in here to me. Oh, I brought y'all some uh alkaline water from uh one of my newest businesses called uh Aquaholics. Mm-hmm. It's uh me and my partner Roy. Uh and I brought you guys some soap so y'all get to drink some water and wash y'all ass <laughs> organically. Um so just uh, he had his company for uh, like five years. It's called Organics, but it's funny because um, he was like, "That's dope," you know. But it was called Dope Soap at first. Oh. And um, with the water. Smell good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, you know, with Aquaholics, that was uh, founded like the beginning, I mean, the end of last year. Uh, we got the trademark for the name. Uh, so that's done. And uh, we just wanted to bring help to the community. That Like, that was like the main the main thing that we wanted to do. So, you know, we always, I have an alkaline machine in my house, and we was always, like, kind of giving it to our family and friends. So I got a lot of relationships with people, and I just decided let's take this, you know, let's take this to the world. And we uh, just been pushing it. And um, we also sell bottles. We sell labels. We sell caps. Uh, we sell wholesale water. So if you want to buy like a case of water and you can do your own private labeling with the water. Oh. So not just something with uh, just a product, but we also bring services around it. And every business that I've done, I've always tried to find a way with the most popular businesses to help other people make money. Mm -hmm. So with the bottling service, like, you know, we can have your podcast logo on there. And then y'all can give them to y'all clients. And they don't even have to know it has anything to do with Aquaholics. It got y'all logo on there. Y'all could sell them, you know, if you went to an event. So we just try to figure out ways to make it make sense for everybody, yeah. at least when we, you know, starting it. And we mm. want to make it more community-based. So uh, that's the newest business. And like I said, with the Dope, dope Soap, Roy Gannick's company, he's been making soap. I mean, it started out like literally a nightmare. Like it was no holding the soap it was no getting in the shower and you can see the uh bricks now like they some of the biggest soap it lasts yeah, like three to four big. months i can sell yeah it's good for the women you know private areas too because some soap you have to be does this work everywhere mm. this works everywhere and it's an organic product and we just about bringing a different lifestyle and we got the alkaline water. That's what y'all drinking. And then we also have an organic green tea that we sell. And we're going to be introducing a lot of different products uh, just, you know, with things to come. So Organic uh, green tea? Yeah. You know yeah. I like green tea. Ice yeah, green tea. I got to get you some. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I definitely. This is a nice size um, bar of soap for sure. Yeah. So that's just kind of what I've been working on. And mm -hmm. I have a print those labels that you see on the soap as well as on the bottles we print and that's uh Motown printing. So uh for people that's looking for, you know, any type of printing business cards, labels, backdrops, uh flyers, graphic design work, um, just anything that you can really think of with printing, we we do that as well. So uh that way we don't have to go and have to order labels from people and do all that. So mm -hmm. It's been a good, you know, venture. So that's the things that um, I've been working on. Aquaholics, Motown Printing, Organics. And, you know, I met you through Press Play. And that's yes. just a business where we work with artists for 10 years straight. And uh, that's where most people know me from is uh, Press Play Entertainment. We have stores all over Michigan and uh, seven different malls. And we work with everybody except for Eminem. That's the only artist from 2007 to now that we haven't worked with that came out of uh, Detroit. So shout out to Detroit. Shout out to all the artists that's making it pop because that's where a lot of things started. So Yeah, definitely. And I actually was going to talk about that. And I'm happy you brought it up. Okay. That I remember when, uh, when we first met. And it was definitely at uh, Press Play, I believe. Of course, it was at Eastland, the Eastland location. I definitely used to frequent to make sure. Like, I want to speak to my best friend. If you hear, I'll make sure I stop by. And it's so funny because everybody that worked there knew me. They'd be like, you looking for Jay? 
he ain't here yet or I just sit there and kick it with them and everybody was always so cool but and me and you always like got along very well and we built a very good um, friendship over time and I remember you had initially reached out to me because you wanted me to be on um one of the mixtapes that y'all used to do with Press Play. Yeah, Wayne, man. He takes some <laughs> amazing pictures. I scrolled and found his page like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and started reaching out to all these women to mm -hmm. promote. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, to uh, be on the um, CD cover. You was on the CD. And I was on a, a couple, couple of them. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, you're right. You was on a couple, but that boy turned some heads Man, in the gas uh, stations. <laughs> people used to tell me all the time, like, I was just in the gas station, and I think I saw a mix that you did. You I had to put did. the price sticker across <laughs> way. <laughs> he took some pictures, and I just was like, I'm using this picture right here. And man, that was a that was definitely a head turner. Man, it was yeah, yeah but um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You was on a couple of them. Yeah, I definitely remember those. I still have them actually, like I all I still have the hard copies at home. Like just to I always have it. I'm like, I never get rid of this to make sure I never lose it. But yeah, we we definitely uh that's how we met and I remember we linked up and we, you know, hung out a couple times and Definitely just established a very good friendship. And it was definitely, it was important to have you on as my first guest because I remember talking to you like when we first met and we were talking about, you know, some of the things that I was interested in outside of my modeling. And you I always told you, like, you know, I really love music. I want to do something that, you know, I can enjoy my passion for music. Like, I, I hate to just be a fan of it. Like, I want to do something with it. Like, whether it's, you know, some type of radio show or whether I... I never thought that I would be an artist, like a rapper or nothing like that. I'm like, I would even like to be an A&R or just something that involves music, like where I'm behind um, music or in front of it. Like as long as I'm around it, I'm okay. My next venture actually that I'm trying to work on is actually be a DJ. Like, because people always ask me a lot, like, can you play this music for me? Or I'm about to have this event, I need you to come so you can play your music. Or I'll get in the car, I'm always the Oxcore DJ. Like, so, I, you know, that's definitely something that I have a passion for. I know there's uh, female DJs around the city, but they're not as, of course, they're not as popular as men. But a lot of people trust me and my music taste, so I feel like I need to use that to my advantage. Like, I know that if that's something that I really, you know, got involved in I feel like I can have much success in so that's definitely something I want to do as well as um eventually uh have some type of a uh, radio syndication like I thought about getting my own uh not just a station but like my own frequency just because like I don't want to sit just on somebody's show from like six to eight on, you know, whatever station. Like I want to have my own shit. I want to run it myself. And, you know, from this morning, you know, this time they're playing this and this, they're doing this and they're doing that at that time. But I want to be in charge of that shit. I don't want to go sit in on somebody else's stuff. I want to have my own. And also too, because a lot of these, we have, like you said earlier, we have so much talent in the city outside of just the popular people that you're used to hearing that never gets that airplay just because, you know, I guess, you know, people play who they want to play or that's whatever the case it may be. But I feel like, you know, if I had some shit like that on my own, you would hear a lot of Detroit artists, people you know, people you don't know, but people you're going to know. Just because, like, if we don't put on for ourselves, we can't depend on nobody else to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I really want to do a station like that that... um 
I have like a whole block from whether it's from like three to seven or something like you going to get to know like these artists, these are Detroit artists or, you know, certain times of every day or just a certain day out of the week. It will be nothing but Detroit shit or just, you know, we have to play like the other things that are popular like that are, you know, to be in the regular rotation. But I do want to do something that will completely focus on our artists, like because we have some wonderful talent here and I just really hate to see that they really not getting that shine or really getting that attention that they deserve. Although, you know, it's a lot of that is up to them as well. But also, too, we have to take some accountability and responsibility for that as well. You know, being in the city and we have these platforms to put these artists in like just shit put on for your people. Like if if we don't support us, how are we going to get mad that somebody else don't support us? Like that's why these artists be moving and doing shit elsewhere because they feel like, all right, fuck it. They ain't fuck with me at home. And then they go somewhere else and they blossom. And then we sitting there hating and shit like, oh, you, you know, you ain't even you just left. But it's like, no, like support your people while they here. Don't wait for them to blow up and then be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, no. Nah. That shit start. Everybody got to start somewhere. So I feel like we need to be um, be doing a better job to support some of our artists and, you know, put their music out there. Like um, whenever I can, I'm definitely going to uh, have some local artists on here to talk with and them. They should and should submit their music to you. Yeah, too. absolutely. Definitely yeah, submit, submit your, your music. Submit your, um, music to me. I'll definitely take a listen. I always I'm looking to expand my Detroit artists. uh uh, library because I listen to some Detroit artists but I don't have a lot of knowledge on the Detroit artists like I would like to mm-hmm. so I'm definitely open to whoever like if you follow me on any social media um my podcast uh Instagram views from the thick um PC definitely <laughs> you laugh every time I say that <laughs> it's a great <laughs> man, I love Great names to stuff. It's just <laughs> the name. Make, I mean, press play. You know, like yeah, that was from the definitely. thick. Like I love it, but I wanted to jump in and say a couple of things. Like first, when we had first linked up, like just for people that's listening to this on the entrepreneur side, like networking. Networking is important. You know, uh, your your network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. Who you talk to, and I don't know what the conversation was like, but. Just the second thing is like being yourself and doing you because whatever we talked about, it made an impression enough for me to yeah. um, be here still cool with you talking on your show, which thank you, you know, you guys for having me here. But just being yourself and doing you, you knew what you wanted to do. You put it out there to the universe and then you still continue to think about it and it matured and manifested to you doing something. Yeah. And it's just a climate for what's going on. So it's really no excuse for the entertainment because like right now we can anybody could hear this all over the world i'm not sure if it's live or if it's gonna get edited and put out there to the internet but it's just a climate for that so i love listening to interviews you know from charlemagne to howard stern to you know just vlad tv like any local independent you know podcast like it's just a climate for People just to talk. So in between that, you can grow your fan base and then you could just play music through here and then it could just circulate and provide a different type of energy for artists to get exposure. So you don't have to just go through YouTube or World Star. I mean, you can get on a popular blog. So it's just a climate for what's going on. So I'm just yeah. proud that you putting everything out that you want to do and you actually doing it. And even with the DJ, like what's going to separate you is your knowledge. Like you actually love music and that's where one of my uh one of my homeboys b he used to make a lot of our mixtapes and he just knew 
what song he'll listen to a CD and just know not only what's good, but what the people is listening to when you go to the clubs. And I think that's a, a skill that people just don't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Where like a DJ, not just all the shit that they do, but the person who know the mood of the crowd, how to control the whole crowd, how to slow it down when it's time to hustle, what to do when it's early, what song to play when it's turned up, yeah. not to play this song over and over again, how to keep hitting them, yeah. you know, and that's a skill. That's not some shit that people need to sleep on. And for you to have that, I mean, I think you should definitely go into it because that's something that I enjoy music. I'm sure you enjoy music. But if you just had us to pick some songs, we're going to pick our shit. But that ain't what had a car like, oh, man, you just going back to back. You ever been on a trip with that person that just be on that iPod or they phone and they just be going and they just got Everything is just flowing, yeah. but you get on there, you playing the shit you like, and you like, yeah, now in your head and everybody in there yarning about to go to sleep and all that. <laughs> so I, I really love that you got that, and you should put that out here because you never know what's going to happen. Like you said, that picture, you threw it out there. That wasn't even your favorite picture, and look what happened. So you get to really get these playlists going. You get to really playing. Don't sell your cell phone. Just, I'm a Detroit DJ, I'm a female, you know, I'm cute, I'm thick, whatever. So your cell phone, I know this damn music. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, I know what's hot. I know what's going to get the crowd going. I know this new shit. And that's something, especially, you know, people that ain't with the whole mumble rap, they ain't really feeling a lot of music. So if you know right. that shit and know what's hot, you're going to win. Yeah, that's how. That's why I feel like, you know, once I get into it and I get started, I feel like it will be it'll be perfect for me because people initially that don't know me will probably be like, oh, she just she a female trying to do some cute shit. She think DJ and cute is like, no, people that know me know that I know music and I love music and they will trust me with that shit. And that's why, like, I have reached out to some of my friends that are DJs and let them know, like, hey, you know, what's up? Like. Show me what you can show me. Like, let me. I have a controller. Like, I've already started to invest in myself. Like, I have a controller. I have a laptop. I have plenty of music. So, I'm just, it's just a matter of now, like, just taking the time and, like, getting that shit done because I, it's definitely a huge passion of mine. Like, I'm, anytime I go to the party, sometimes I can't even focus on the party. I'm focusing on the DJ. And typically, the parties that I go to, I'm, I know the DJ and I go up there and I spend some time in the booth, like, kind of get a feel and see what they doing and, ask them some questions like you know what how do you you know think to do this or why did you decide to put that song on or just like different things just I just peep different shit when I'm there and I'm always a student every time I go to the party I'm there I'm learning some new shit and just paying attention to different things but yeah absolutely it's definitely not something that I'm gonna ever just say like no I don't think I'm definitely gonna you gonna hear DJ next to my name one day I'm telling y'all and it's gonna be sooner than later but yeah absolutely like I've talked to you um, over the years about a lot of things that I've been interested in and passionate in so that's why it was important to get you here because you definitely were a great influence on um, some of the decisions that I have made and just telling you and you've always been very supportive and um, told me the same shit you're telling me now like you know don't ever sleep on yourself and you know whatever you feel like you do you can do it and I feel like every time I talk to you every time you've ever told me like I want to do this or I'm thinking about doing that you done did that shit and you never stop and you always you know you done did all type of businesses since I met you and I like that about you that you are um you just an all-around hustler. Like, you don't, you never stop. Every time I talk to you, you're doing something. Like, you always on the move. And I definitely appreciate that um, in you as a person you, and as a friend. You. And I Absolutely. love seeing what you're doing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw that energy right back. I love seeing what you're doing. And just the fact that 
you didn't like just ho- put the whole modeling thing down, but you use that and it be at the end when something just pop off and people mm-hmm. just need to understand whatever your passion is. Like like you said, I mean, play it back, listen to it. Like I didn't want to do that picture. And if you look at your page, like you haven't been going heavy with the modeling, but you right. never stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. And just when you throw something out there, yeah, it's you like, look, well, right. Yeah. And, right and back it pop in. off. So yeah, yeah, most definitely, you know, do that. And the, the audience need to hear like get started when it when the time is right. And just stick to what you're doing and keep pushing it. And it's, it's going to pop, especially if you got a burning passion. Like, most people don't have a burning passion for a lot of things. So if it's something that's burning in your heart to do, I don't care if it's cleaning toilets. Like, if you like, man, this every bathroom I go in is dirty. I could do this. Like, you could make more money than somebody that's doing something that they think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. If you just got a passion for cleaning toilets and you jump in there and be the best person with that, you never know what is going to turn out from that situation so most definitely go and and follow your dreams and your passion that burning desire because you got playlists and you starting it off right you know here go this free playlist go talk to djs give them your playlist just sit back and see what they doing understand the game so you making all the right steps so i'm motivated by you throwing that energy (laughs) right back to me i'm motivated by all the things you doing so thank you i really appreciate that so yeah you know I just want everybody to know, like, this ain't going to be the last time or this, you know, I'm here for a while. I'm here to stay. You know, uh, again, Views from the Thick, very first episode. Um, yeah. Get uh get ready to hear more, and we will be back shortly. Um, definitely, again, like I said, it's going to be more music, more sports. I love sports. We didn't really touch on really sports today, but sports is like my second love. I definitely love basketball. Um, go home and watch this. Uh, I know um mellow play tonight okay see i'm stay mellow forever i don't give a damn where he at i'm there like i love mellow but um yeah you know just and follow me on instagram at j success aquaholic drinks.com aquaholic drinks.com and we on all the social media so follow us you know shout the podcast out shout yourself out again one time absolutely Uh, yes my um social media my uh, Instagram is Carmel Apple underscore shy. Again, shy is C-H-E-Y. And also follow me on Twitter. My uh, Twitter is the exact same. It's Carmel Apple shy, except for there's no E in Apple. And also, too, um, as far as my podcast pages, um, my Twitter is views from the thick um PC, no, Views from T-Thick, I'm sorry. And um, my Instagram is Views from the Thick PC. So there we go. And we are out. Peace.